Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead. And on this episode, let's talk about why product market fit is one of the most dangerous ideas in business. And I know I'm probably going to get myself in a lot of trouble in Silicon Valley with this episode. Um, but this is something I truly believe. We're sponsored by our good friends at Oracle NetSuite. Learn how to turbocharge the growth of your business today at netsuite.com different. That's netsuite.com different. And my friends at Splunk want to remind you of the power of data. We are in the data age and Splunk enables you to bring data to every question, every decision, and every action. Check out splunk.com and tell them Lockhead sent you. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockhead on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, product market fit and why it's such a dangerous idea. And uh, damn the torpedoes. Yeah, this might get me in a lot of trouble, but here we go anyway. The idea of product market fit has become pretty much unquestioned gospel in Silicon Valley and in the startup world. As a matter of fact, when companies achieve product market fit, uh, it's often considered a milestone. And some argue that it's a, uh, there should be an increase in the value of their company if they're out raising money. And I believe it's one of the most dangerous ideas in business today. So let's talk about why. Imagine a small remote country that, you know, we've never heard of, where no one wears shoes. And then imagine two innovators, two entrepreneurs hear about this country. And the first one says, well, uh, no one wears shoes there, and uh, we're in the shoe business. And so given that no one wears shoes there, let's ignore that country because nobody buys shoes there. The other entrepreneur, on the other hand, says, wow, look at the massive category potential an entire country of new opportunity where no one wears shoes. Which entrepreneur would you rather be? So uh, with that said, I think words matter. And here's the problem with product market fit. That language can confuse entrepreneurs into thinking, can trick entrepreneurs, innovators, marketers, CEOs into thinking that what you're doing is you're building a product and you're trying to fit it into a market. And the sort of unspoken, which as you know, is often more loud than the spoken, is that there's an existing market. And it turns out that's not what successful people do at all. Legendary creators of any kind are not looking to fit into a market. They want to stand out. They want to design their own market category. The most successful people, companies, products, and brands become known for a niche that they own. Jeff Bezos equals e-commerce. Pablo Picasso equals cubism. Sarah Blakely equals shapewear. And when you think about the most respected entrepreneurs, creators, and innovators of all time, a huge part of why we all respect them is because they broke or took new ground 
One of my favorite innovators of all time is Jack O'Neill, the inventor of the wetsuit as a product and the category designer of the wetsuit category, which now has his company, the O'Neill Wetsuit Company, and many others in it. And so Jack didn't just create a product, he created a category, a whole new market. Sarah Blakely didn't try to fit her new product, Spanx, into the existing girdle market category. She actually said that shapewear is an invention and she distinguished it from what came before. And now, as the creator and founder of Spanx, she's a billionaire. There was no market for renting couches and extra bedrooms before Airbnb. They designed the category. There was no market to fit into. And now they do over $2.5 billion in sales, and they dominate the market category that they designed, that they created. Airbnb was not trying to fit into the hotel category because they were, and I'm going to use this word very much on purpose, different than a hotel. It was something new. It was a new idea about um, an experience that consumers could have when they visit a place that, uh, you know, as as a tourist. Um, and it was a whole new idea for people who, um, wanted to monetize a spare bedroom, which most people weren't thinking about. It was a completely new and different concept before Evian water was not a luxury item. As a matter of fact, most people didn't pay for water. It came out of the, 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 uh, the faucet for free. And I'll tell you in a blind taste test, 10 out of 10 people said water was water. And so if Evian was trying to fit into the existing free flows from your tap category called water, it would have been a non-starter. They never would have even got going. So pre-Evian, the definition of water was it was a free thing from the tap. Post-Evian, they created designer water, and it's now an expensive thing from a bottle. Speaking of drinks, Red Bull. They did not fit into the existing uh, market category, which was hydration drink, which was dominated by, uh, of course, Gatorade. They created, they designed a new category of drink called energy drink, and as such became massively successful and now dominate the category they created. And so what's my point? Legends introduce uh, the world to something new, something unique and different. And at, the way they do that is they move the thinking in the world from the way it is to the way they want it to be. The greatest innovators teach the world to think differently with a fresh idea, uh, either a, a new take on an old problem or by solving a whole new problem or by having a whole new idea. And so the, 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 the challenge with product market fit is it can trap entrepreneurs and inventors and creators of all kinds into thinking that here's what you should do. Take your product or service, show it to a bunch of people, and if, quote unquote, the dogs eat the food, you've got a winner. And if the dogs don't intuitively eat the food, you've got a loser. And what you should do is go back and work on your product. As opposed to Um, the mindset of a Henry Ford who said, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. So he didn't listen to customers. He didn't fit into the horse 
and um, uh, horse and buggy category. He created a new one called the horseless carriage category. Steve Jobs famously said, customers don't know what they want until we've shown them. And so when you're doing category design, or frankly, when you're inventing and bringing anything new and different to the world, listening to customers who are used to the existing category can be very dangerous because customers will ask for better. And you want to be looking for, listening for, and creating different. Um, And another great example that I love, there was no market category for hand sanitizers before Purell. There was no market category for energy shot drink before five-hour energy. And this is the pattern. This is the big aha. There is a massive distinction between fitting into an existing market category and competing versus creating your own new market category. And when you do that, rather than competing for existing demand, uh, you are creating new demand. And that's why product market fit is such a dangerous idea. Now, look, I also don't want to be irresponsible. I understand that there's some people when they hear the term product market fit, what they really mean is now you're getting traction. That is to say, you've achieved, you've gotten to some number of customers uh, in B2C, uh, it can be a large number. In B2B, it's often a smaller number. But there's some number of customers who are now buying, who are now using, and who are now loving your product. And when you get to some kind of scale, again, it's different based on the business, but you get to some level of scale and there's pattern recognition and the aha's going off for customers and they're, they're building an affinity for your product, your service, your brand then you could say, oh, see, we have N number of customers and they really love our shit and therefore we've achieved product market fit. If that's what you mean, I get it. But words matter. And so I would describe that as traction, as gaining momentum, as, uh, if you will, uh, 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 finding the vein um, or any other phrase you want to use that demonstrates that now people are getting what you do, the, the problem you solve, the value you create, and they're seeking out your product or service, and there's momentum around uh, buying interest usage. I get why that's important. I'm not stupid, and you shouldn't be either. What I'm suggesting is calling that product market fit is dangerous because That's actually not what happened. What happens when you get momentum is the world is beginning to see things the way you are. And if you do this well, you've actually created a whole new level of thinking that is about creating demand for something new as opposed to capturing demand for an existing thing. And that's why product market fit is dangerous. You're not trying to fit your new innovation into an existing market category. In point of fact, what you're trying to do is create a whole new market category, a niche that you can own. Um, And and as we all know, there are riches in niches. All right. The thought I'll leave you with comes from the uh, legendary Robert Frost, who said, two roads diverged in a wood. And I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. All right. We would like to thank 
the good folks at onelifefullylive.org. This is the nonprofit helping you dream, plan, and live your best life. Check out the number one, lifefullylive.org. My dear friends at Fusion Communications, PR, graphic design, social media, and marketing with heart, soul, and substance in beautiful Ireland. Check them out on the web at Fusion, F-U-Z, or Z, I-O-N dot I-E. <laughs> And uh, that's it, my friends. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you hanging out with uh, hanging out with me on these oddcasts. Uh, stay legendary, and until we're together again, of course, follow your different. Mm-hmm.